Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, good morning, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. How is everyone doing today? I hope you're having a rawsome day. Some of my workers don't like that word. They're like, rawsome? That's, that's, that's not cool. And I'm like, I like rawsome. Or they don't like uh, fur babies. They're like, fur babies? <laughs> Yeah, we make up all these different things, but everyone loves the sphincter. Everyone loves the sphincter name, right? Uh, well, we're not going to be talking about the sphincter today, but what we are going to be talking about is three major mistakes that could cause joint disease in your dogs. Because we hear that a lot. Uh, Dr. Andy hears it a lot for certain, uh, but a lot of Dogs are developing joint problems. This article coming from Julia Henriquez over at Dogs Naturally, one of our good friends at Dogs Naturally. But <coughs> pardon me, excuse me. I've got a lot of construction going on around me right now. And oh my goodness. I mean, and I have been sanding and sanding and sanding. And I'm telling you the stuff that you breathe in. Feel like I just need to blow my lungs out, you know, stick one of those little blowers down in there and blow my lungs out. That's what I feel like I need to do. Uh, so it makes me sound like I have a cold, but I don't. I think it's just all the crud that I'm sucking in. All right. The three common mistakes dog owners make. What do you think those are, you guys? <laughs> I know you guess what number one is because we talk about it all the time. Over-vaccinating. Ding, ding, ding. What do we got for him, Johnny? We've got a lifetime supply of raw dog food. Okay. Uh, there are several studies that point to vaccination and especially, listen up, distemper. That vaccination is a major culprit in causing joint issues in dogs. Okay. Um, the UK Canine Health a uh, 1997 study of 4,000 dogs showed a high number of dogs developing mobility problems shortly after they were vaccinated. Well, let's just keep on vaccinating, shall we? All right. Veterinarian Dr. Jean Dodds, you guys know Dr. Jean Dodds. She says that delayed adverse effects include canine distemper antibodies in joint diseases of dogs. All right. So that's number one. Um, now, you know, dogs need healthy collagen, right? For the joints. Collagen is the elastic protein that holds the skin together and it makes up 70 to 90% of muscles, tendons, ligaments, and other joint supporting tissues. And when collagen breaks down in the body, the joints become less stable. The muscles and the connective tissue loosen and become more brittle. And then that's when you start getting those joint disorders. And that happens to people too. All right. So we've got to have good collagen 
in the body because it protects tendons and ligaments against tears. And gosh, I hate those tears in dogs. Sometimes I think, God, why did you make dogs like they are? Because they seem to be able to tear their tendons so easily. But I digress. All right. So here's the thing. When you know that vaccination damages collagen, it makes sense to limit your dog's vaccinations to help them avoid joint disease and injury in the future, right? Even if somebody is standing in front of you and saying, hey, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. Say, so, yeah, I, I, it may be time, but it's high time that I start guarding my dog's joints, tendons, and ligaments. And uh, in this article, she says, listen, in the case of distemper, uh, those are completely unnecessary repeatedly giving those to your dogs. Veterinarian immunologist, Dr. Ronald Schultz, who I love, he did a study where he vaccinated puppies with one dose of distemper vaccine. And then just four hours later, he placed them in a room with distemper infected dogs. I love these real, real studies. And guess what? You think all of the puppies caught distemper? <laughs> no, contraire. None of the puppies caught distemper. All of them were protected from that one shot. And Dr. Schultz has already proven many years earlier that protection from core vaccines, including distemper, lasts at least seven years. And get this, most likely for the life of the dog. But we just don't seem to have a control group because nobody wants to go down that road. They're too worried. I'm afraid my dog's going to get sick. How would you know? What if your dog's actually getting sick because you just keep pumping the stuff into them? All right. Mistake number two. I've talked about this before. Early spay or neutering. How early? How early? Well, when puppies are spayed or neutered before they're fully grown, they lose their sex hormones that regulate normal growth. Hmm. That's a subject been coming up a lot in the human side as well. But hey, we're talking about dogs here. Okay. We're talking about puppies. Fully grown. They need to be fully grown. And uh, my Lazi is four in two days and uh, she's still intact. But in each uh, dog, they have this band of cartilage near their joints known as their growth, their, their growth not gross, growth plate. And this plate builds bone as your puppy develops and gets larger and taller. Now, once your puppy reaches maturity, the growth, I can't say growth, the growth plate closes and your puppy reaches his full height. Now, there are several studies showing that the risk of joint disease is much higher, much higher if your puppy is sterilized, if they're Little balls are cut off before the growth plates close. Okay, spay or neuter. Growth plates close at different times depending on the size of your dog. And a giant breeds can be as late as two years old. So sterilizing your dog too early can mean a higher risk of joint disease like hip and elbow dysplasia, even cranial cruciate tears or patellar luxation, which we talked about with Dr. Andy, right? Luxating patella. So that early spay and neuter does increase breed joint disease. Think about it. K 
can you put up with a little humping? Can you put up with uh, a little blood having to put panties on your dogs in order to keep them from having joint disease at a later date? And listen, we're seeing joint disease earlier and earlier and earlier. And here's the thing. If you have a, a larger dog, even these smaller dogs, but at the time that a dog can no longer get up and go outside and, and do their biz, you're going to have to put them down. Just not fair for them to sit there and, you know, have to lay in their own poop and pee because they can't walk because they got joint disease. A new study published in 2016 found that sterilizing German shepherds, my breed, under one year old, increased the incident of joint disorders from 7% all the way up to 21% in males and from 5 to 16% in females. That's a huge jump. Spaying or neutering your dog is a personal decision, so that's up to you. But I would not do it. Okay, mistake number three, ignoring your dog's dog's I swear I haven't been drinking. I'm just going to say I haven't been drinking, but I probably haven't had enough coffee because I can't talk. <sighs> you know, when I was doing the big speaking circuit, there were a lot of exercises that we did in order to get our voices in shape and be ready to hit the stage. Because here's what's really funny. When you hit the stage and let's say you've got 5,000 people sitting in front of you, the first thing you think is, oh my gosh. Uh, what am I up here in supposed to say? Uh, so many times my mind was just blank. But because you've rehearsed and you've rehearsed and you know it and um, you've been on stage enough, you come up with something to say. But, man, it's super duper scary uh, when your mind is blank. It really is. Uh, my mind's not blank today. My tongue's just not working. All right. So mistake number three is ignoring your dog's gut health. And I will say that if we're doing antibiotics and we're doing vaccinations and we're doing flea and tick and we're doing heartworm and we're doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, we can cause some pretty unhealthy guts and an unhealthy gut can cause inflammation throughout the body and contribute to joint disease. All right. Um, could be leaky gut. And I was talking to someone today that I, I think their dog's got leaky gut because, you know, when a dog looks like they're allergic to every single protein in the world, yeah, probably leaky gut. And then if we go back and look in the history, we've got antibiotics, cytopoint, apple quill, antibiotics, bad food, bad DNA. I mean, can be leaky gut. This can contribute to dog's joints um, and their limping and, and, and joint disease. Okay. So leaky gut, what is it? Well, it's when the lining of the digestive tract known as the intestinal mucosa becomes weakened. So the job of the intestinal mucosa is to allow nutrients into the bloodstream and protect the body from larger harmful particles. But with leaky gut, the gut lining allows things like bad bacteria and undigested food particles and toxic waste to get into the bloodstream because there's these, you know, there's holes in the wall. The walls aren't tight. That's why we call leaky gut. 
And when all these things start leaking into the bloodstream, that's when it can damage the immune system and cause overall inflammation in the body. And joint disease can be one of those things that causes joint disease. How do you manage leaky gut? Well, first of all, guys, you got to get off the processed foods. You got to get off the processed treats. You've got to feed a species appropriate diet. You've got to minimize. We say it every podcast, I think, vaccines and pharmaceutical drugs. Minimize, minimize, minimize. And then you've got to use healthcare remedies that are natural instead of chemicals. Okay. One of the great products that we have, we have two great products. Uh, well, we have a lot of great products, but obviously you know that we have the species appropriate diet. Okay. Doesn't matter where you start, go to the 80, 10, 10s, do the PMRs. PMRs have a little more organs, a little more bone. Um, and then your HVMs have that 7% fruits and veggie mix, but all of them, unless stated otherwise, are going to have meat, bones, organ, and fat. All right. And you can move around the spectrum, duck, pork, turkey, chicken, uh, goat when we have it, rabbit, fish, tripe, beef. We've got it all. All right. So just get over to Raw Dog Food and Company. But go to the supplement section. Um, there's probiotics that can help. Um, with your dog's gut health, there's phytophora and there's love bugs. If your dog does have leaky gut, let's get you on the leaky gut protocol. All right, let's get that gut healed up so you can feed the spectrum of the species appropriate diet. But then in the joint health, there's the green eggs, all right, green eggs and jump for joints. Those two are great. You can use them both. You can use them. Um, one after the other, one in the morning, one at night. You can use them together. They're so safe, but powerful. So it doesn't matter. All right. You can use them both. That's called green eggs. Add it to the food and jump for joints. You can spray it in the mouth or you can spray it on the food. Either one. Believe it or not, um, I have a customer who sprays the jump for joints on their cat's food and their cat's. Love it. Now that's very different for kitty kitties, but uh, that's what she says. She says, my cats love a jump for joints <laughs> sprayed on their food. Either way, I, um, I make sure that Asta, my oldest German, has not had anything to eat 15 minutes before or prior. And then I spray the jump for joints on her gums in her mouth. I just lift her lip up. She's totally amiable to it. And uh, I put the green eggs in her food. It, it smells a little fishy and uh, she likes it. I don't think it smells bad either. But these are some of the things to take control of your dog's joint health. I know it's tough. I know it's tough to minimally uh, vaccine, but uh, to minimize your vaccines. But, uh, you know, let's grow some big balls of bisons. Let's toughen up. Let's suck it up in the sphincter area and get in there and say, I'm not, not, not going to over-vaccinate. Not going to do it. I'm not going to spay early or not going to neuter early. Not going to do it. Not going to do that distemper over and over again because I don't need to. Dr. Ronald Schultz said so, and he's done a lot of studies on it. 
All right. Get your dog on a species appropriate diet. That's the first thing you've got to do. If you want a recommendation, here it is. Start with Wolf Run Plus. That's a beef tripe bone organ blend and turkey PMR. Start with those two. Get those two under your belt. Rotate those back and forth. You can do a chub and then a different chub, or you could do two days and then a different chub. Um, Start with those two in the first couple of weeks and then come back to us and let's get you on something else. In the Learning Center, there is a rotational diet that Neely Piazza has written out for you. You don't have to follow that, but that is something easy to follow. Um, and in, uh, so it's in the beginner section in the learning center. All right. Get over to raw dog food and co.com. If you're overwhelmed, hit the I'm overwhelmed button. We'll help you out because your pet's health is our business here at raw dog food and company and friends. What? That's right. Friends don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow with Neely Piazza, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.